You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with myself, Robbie Musto, and my buddy, as always, Robbie Earl. And we're here to react to the Premier League games on the Sunday of match week 17 in the Premier League. Of course, big, big games. Uh, we'll talk about the Arsenal and Chelsea matches, but of course, the only place to start is at Anfield, Robbie Earl. And mm. such a huge game. It's always a huge game of any Premier League season, Liverpool, Man United. I think it's the biggest game in English football, to be honest with you, mate, in terms of the big, mm. big superpowers in that Premier League. And much anticipation, I guess, expectation was coming into the game that Liverpool were the stronger side. I think there were record kind of odds in terms of their, their being favourites to win this game. And they did. It was a 3-1 scoreline. Yeah. Dominant Liverpool performance against a United team um, that I guess into the second half was still in the game at 2-1. And then Korshakiri's third goal puts it away from them at 3-1. Just give us, some, give us some big picture. Give us some headlines, Rob. Of, you know, it's been... You know, a few hours now since the game yeah. is finished. Yeah. You know, what's your thoughts right now, just reflecting um, from this game? That um, probably for the for the first time I can remember in in Premier League history, Rob, there's a big gap between Liverpool and Manchester United, and and I've, you know, I can I can I'm, I can't quite believe I'm I'm saying this in terms of the football that they play, in terms of the way that the teams or the two teams try and break the opposition down. In terms of the attacking qualities in both teams, we're talking night and day, Rob. It was mm. like, it was interesting. We've talked this season about sometimes, are the big six sort of so dominant, you know, they very rarely lose games against anybody outside the box, the the the, the, the top six, the, the bottom half of the table. Teams just set up to, to defend, to, to make it difficult, no real ambition. Well, I have to say, and, and, and again, it, it, it's startling that I'm saying, Manchester United almost set up like one of those teams, like one of those sides that went to, to Anfield to, to mm. defend, make sure they didn't beat, and would have been delighted with a draw. And I thought for 30, probably 30 minutes, just uh, after they got the goal, Liverpool, I thought they were outstanding. The speed, the intensity, the winning the ball back. It was almost like there was one point where I thought somebody's maybe put a fence on the halfway line and Manchester United can't go into the attacking half because mm. every time they tried to play out, Liverpool got on top of them. They won the ball back. They played forward. They had good rotation and combinations and they, they could have been two or three nil up before they actually got the goal for, through uh, mm. Sadio Mane. Um, mm. It was just... It, it, it was startling, Rob, the difference between the two teams at this stage of the season. Could you say, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sat there looking at this and of course we have all the, the benefit of, of the season up to this point where mm. we've seen pretty much every Premier League yeah. game with these two teams. Was this the best Liverpool team in the Premier League era versus the worst question. Manchester mm. United team in the Premier League era? It, is that where we're at? Can, can you, I mean, I think I, I quickly looked at it, 2014 mm. after Ferguson, um, United finished that, uh, seventh, yeah. seventh with mm. 64 points. You know, is this the worst Man United team and the best Liverpool team in the Premier League? It's a good era? question. I would, I think it's, it, we would, could say it's the best Liverpool team. Yeah, I think you know, so. you, you've, you've, you've not got the, the, the Gerrards, the Suarez, the individual quality, but there's more depth now, way more mm. depth. And, and they've mm. still got some star names. For for Manchester United, Rob, I think that's interesting because I would argue the team that, that um, Sir Alex Ferguson won the title with at the time might not be better than this team now. Wow. And that goes down to management. I know we're going to talk about Manchester United mm. later. There's some mm. star names. There's still big names in this squad, Rob. Yeah, I know. It's just they're not delivering. No, and Liverpool delivering. Liverpool yeah. delivering. Oh. And, you know, just, just to focus on them right now. I mean, the mm. first... I mean, first of all, we, again, we see some, some 
great tactical flexibility from Jurgen yeah. Klopp, Rob. 4-3-3 yeah. versus Napoli. Mm -hmm. You know, different today, back to a 4-2-3-1. Mo Salah playing as the highest player and Firmino in the hole. You had Sadio Mane switched to a right-hand right side, side of the yeah. three. And then uh, Naby Keita was the left-hand side of that, but very much tucked in oh, to try yeah, and help yeah. out midfield, allowing uh, mm -hmm. Andy Robertson to get forward. So I think now over the course of this season, this team... And I think we see it, we see it from other sides as well. Maybe less so City this season, but we see it from um, Spurs do it a lot. Spurs do it a lot. Yeah, yeah. where there's yeah, like so two or three. Mm. In this case, it's two systems that yeah. the team know really mm. well. They're mm. really confident, and that's really good for Liverpool because mm. opponents. It's hard to set up when you yeah. don't really know which way they're going to do it and which way and where's Mo Salah going to play and, and where's Firmino, etc. So that, that flexibility, I thought, was very impressive. I thought the first 20 minutes of Liverpool, in terms of flying out the traps, mm. you know, pressing them really high. I mean, I saw uh, Jurgen Klopp afterwards, uh, Rob's talking about, you know, United didn't play defensively. We just didn't allow them to get out. Yeah, get and out, I couldn't yeah. agree mm. more. Couldn't they, the United could not find a way to string two or three passes together <laughs> before Liverpool got on top of them and pinned but them back the in The only option they had, Rob, was at times to bang it long to Lukaku and he had to fight for possession against Van Dijk, which most mm. times he lost. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, but uh, just the energy from Liverpool, mm. and I think, you know, mm. Mourinho talked about it afterwards as well, that the, the intensity of this team is just too much for Manchester United. Also, from, from Liverpool's point of view, Rob, I thought it was kind of a victory for you know, some of the squad. The squad mm. that turned up to play in this game. I mean, Dejan Lovren, um, and I have, and I think we, well, maybe I, definitely myself, not so, so sure about you, Rob, but I've given him a lot of stick in bef before yeah. about his weakness in that back four. But he, I mean, no problem now. Absolutely no problem. Nathaniel Klein comes in at right back, yeah. plays really well. Does a good job. Yeah, and uh, Fabinho comes in and gets a start in midfield. You know, it, it's the team can change now. I mean, United were no, nowhere near their, stro stro their strongest. No. But Liverpool weren't as well. And I just thought it's Does a time where all the squad players are turning up and doing their thing. It's an interesting point because Lee Dixon said, um, I think Arlo asked him at pit side just before the game about uh, Nathaniel Klein hadn't played his mm -hmm. first game. And yeah. he made a really good point, Lee. He said, listen, he's coming into a team that are playing well, that are defending well. He said, that's such a better atmosphere and environment to come into and play games. Then he said, maybe a United team that's conceding goals, that confidence is a little bit low. And that stems again to... What what Jurgen Klopp's creating at the football club and how players mm. can come in, as you say, mm. Klein's come in, Fabinho was excellent, Katek uh, comes in, and they all can feel they play a part, understand their role. Shakiri talked after the game of, of knowing that sometimes he's going to come from the bench and, and have to do his thing. Other times he's starting, seems like he's totally comfortable with that. And that just smacks of that there's a good feel, there's an understanding in the, in the, in the club and around the, the, the training ground of what people do. And when it's your turn to, to do your bit, you do it for, for the club. You know, Divock Origi, if, he scores, if it's only the one goal that he scores all season, how important mm. was that goal for what mm. it meant and what it did for the football club? And, and Jordan Shakiri, you know, I, th I, think, I think at the time, to be fair, we said this is an interesting signing. It's yeah, a, it's yeah. An interesting we weren't sure, signing. were we? No, but but he, I mean, this was a this was typical. He has done yeah. this so many times yeah. where they they just look Liverpool, and we've criticised them in in previous pods, Rob, about lacking a little bit of creativity in midfield. That that killer yeah. pass from yeah. one of those guys. They're a bit similar in there. They're all they're all high energy, mm -hmm. tremendous professionals, kind of safe with their passing. I mean, and and that's okay for the, for the vast majority because of those front players that can do all the creative stuff. But there has been times where. You, know, you felt like you needed something. And Shakiri has stepped up, I mean, nearly yeah. every time. And to get those goals, and I know there are deflections, but, but to be shooting mm. on goal from, from not far out, I mean, that's good attacking play from Liverpool. And he, he does give them that little bit of something extra. So I thought that, that was pretty stunning and, and how he can affect the team, as well as Fabinho, who comes into the team, Rob, where, you know, I watched him in pre-season. He played a lot of pre-season games yeah. and then just didn't play. Just mm. didn't play as if, I guess... Jurgen Klopp didn't think he was ready or, or, or needed some more time to get used to the physicality. But I thought he played a he brilliant good, game he in midfield. Good, yes. And that's another good a good egg, if you like, mate, for that yeah. for Liverpool's midfield that can be relied upon in, in big matches. Absolutely. And and I mean the contrast between the two teams in, in terms of people coming into the team and having an influence and playing in a certain way. Um I've got to be honest, at times I felt the game was. I felt that Liverpool were was so superior. It was almost like, and and I, and I made this point for. It didn't feel like two top teams going at it. It felt like one top team against a team that that weren't 
really at the same level. That's how, how good uh, Liverpool were. How close, though, were Man United, Rob, for getting a point? I yeah. Mean, that was a couple of deflections. <laughs> mm. You know, w- there was a period in the second half where Liverpool not lost their way, but they just uh, they lost that little bit of momentum, I guess. In some yeah, ways. They, just before half-time, after mm, they scored, wasn't it? After yeah. United scored, they had a little spell for 15 minutes. Into the second half with a slight change yeah, of system. Took yeah, it took a while. It, it to took a little while to, to, you know, to, to 60 minutes or so, but... Do you know what, Robert? I still think if you were a Liverpool player, you're still enjoying the game. You still know you. I mean, looked at the stats at the end of the game. Liverpool had 36 shots. Mm. Manchester United had six. That kind mm. of tells you everything. You're still on top. You still these games you play where you feel, you know, at two at one one this could go either way. Or at two one this is tight. I never felt that Liverpool got that feeling that this is one of those games. That's right. And Sadio Mane, Rob, I just think it's important for him to start scoring the goal, mm. start banging them in. Um, and I think you're seeing that. You're seeing that from him. We know that Mo Salah, it wasn't Mo Salah's, you know, most no. amazing game. He did, a, he did a very good job up there, but he just wasn't, you know, in terms of the goals, wasn't quite mm. the same. But yeah. it is important for Liverpool that other players score as well. Absolutely. We know that what Mane can do. Um, mm. But right now, I mean, he, he's scoring the goals as well. That's 15 appearances, seven goals for him. Mo Salah's got 10 in 17. Yeah, 10, yeah. Uh, and Shakira's got five already. So it, it's, it, it's, they're sharing the goals around, Rob. And, and another, yeah. another good, good a bit, bit of evidence to say, yes, they're top of the league. Yes, they had a great start, but I would add they're now they're now really starting to play. Then now the goals are coming, Rob, on the yeah. back of everything else that we've we've talked about. And it wasn't a great day for Allison with the mistake that he no, made. No. But in general, that back four and goalkeeper have improved them. I just think Liverpool fans will be getting excited now because the guys, the, the, the front players, are starting to click and starting to score, and that's that's got to be exciting for them. Well, well, I thought it was a day, as you say. You look at Allison, you know, probably. First high-profile mistake. Yeah. I know he had the what the one against Leicester. This Mo Salah didn't have the greatest day centrally. Often, you know, ball did got caught on his feet a couple of times when he's trying to go through and whatever. But as you say, to to have players come into the team and keep the standard, um, some who haven't played for for a long time, to get the win. And I'd always said with with, with Liverpool. They've got to get to Christmas on the shirt tails, hanging into Man City. Mm. Now, listen, mm. if they go into Christmas and come out the other side on top of Man City, mm. now, we're, now we're talking serious. Now we're talking the real business. And, and that's what mm. title teams have done over the year, Rob. They, they've hung in and, and they've, it's a bit like tournament play. You know, you've got to be there at the end. And, yeah, and Liverpool chance, look like yeah. they can just keep that momentum and inertia going that, that they've got. And, um, you know... Another, another win. Another argument. Another sort of argument to say we are going to have a title race. And the yeah. one thing I was thinking about when I was, as I was watching it as the game finished, I thought, if you're a Manchester City player watching that game, I think you know you've got a title challenge this year. I think you look at City, uh, you look at Liverpool, you look at the way they played, you look at what they've got, you look at the depth of the squad, mm. and you're probably starting to think, this isn't going to be 19 points gap this season. We, we, we're going to probably have to go right down to the wire. Do you think, I mean, my reaction to that is, I think that helps City. I, I think do. that helps and motive. I think yeah, that helps yeah, the, the, the manager possibly. and the player say, listen, this is, a, this is going to be a fun race, and mm. don't, don't think you can cruise it that mm. they're going to win back-to-back, which some of those Good younger point. ones, they might start to believe yeah. that. So yeah. I think that will help them. You know, they were strong in their victory at the weekend, mm-hmm. Man City, um, yeah. as if like, okay, let's, let's react now. Yeah, to, we want to go back, we yeah, want to go top. Them. Liverpool yeah. now, they want to go you yeah. know, stay above them. And yeah. and yeah, you're right, that might be a motivator. It might be something Pep actually um, encourages and, and wants his team to have that kind mm. of challenge. You know, it helps him with his motivation. He hasn't got to say too much. Listen, if, if yeah, they're not maybe. right at it this mm. year, you know, one of, my, one of my friends who's a Liverpool fan said, you know what's going to happen? We're going to be as good as we can be. We're going to win maybe as many points as, as we as we've ever have in the Premier League. Yeah. Or maybe Manchester City just going to top us. And, yeah, and do you know what? That's that's probably the only thing Liverpool have got to give it everything now this this as you've said this is the best Liverpool team we've seen in the Premier League mm. era this is the biggest squad this is the best setup mm. for Liverpool to go on and win title Jamie Carragher said before the game was interesting he said you know the great Liverpool football club has only really had maybe two real attempts at winning a title two chances at winning a Premier League title mm. this is the third and probably this is the best and what do they say third's a charm 
Yeah, I just just finally on him, Rob, and, and I'm going to go back to something that you've made a point on air a couple of times now. Mm. And I just, I just, I guess I, I don't, I don't agree. It's just this, this spirit feeling, Rob, the the, the excitement of Liverpool in a yeah. title race. Yeah, and I, I, I know what you, th- I know what you've said now that you feel mm. it could. Yeah, it hinder could them. be something. It could. The, the, yeah. yeah, I'll let you say for Go on. Well, no, I point. just, uh, I just think that. God, you know, if you're in the dressing room, Rob, and you're mm. one of those players, right? I, I, I am at fever pitch. Me, I, I would be, yeah, in terms of focus, concentration, mm. excitement mm. level, motivation, mm. effort. I'm prepared to put in to flip and win a title because we're in a race yeah. now. I, I think Absolutely. it drives me on, and and I and I think it's a help that they're going to have that euphoria and that flipping belief and that, that atmosphere around the club. But I know what you mean because we saw it before where it was yeah, absolutely yeah. nuts I'm, only, I'm kind of going off two things. One, historically at the football club. That, that, and it's that, not, one time it, before. Yeah. yeah, it's not meant as a, as a negative or derogatory. It's, it's the, how much this football club is desperate to win a, a Premier League title, to, to get back to the top uh, of English football. And I can only... And I was interested because it, it's not... It, it's to do with... It's not a focus. It's not like, what do we need? It's not a team getting behind you and, and, and being the 12th man. I get all that. And Liverpool Football Club will have that undoubtedly. They mm. get that any, anyway. That, that's a given with Liverpool Football Club. And I, I'm going to point to one example of where I... I remember, Rob, playing in the FA Cup semi-final against Chelsea at Highbury. Mid-90s. First time we, the Wimbledon mm. were, were there since they, we won it. And I remember that... Day, uh, the game was a Sunday afternoon, and personally, I wanted it too much. I wanted to win that game for so many reasons that I had one of those days where it was probably one of the worst games I'd ever I've ever played. Mm. And it wasn't that I wasn't fit, wasn't that I wasn't focused, wasn't that I trained all week, been to bed, ate pasta, all the things you have to do. Mm. It, internally, I wanted that game too much, and it, and it inhibited me. And I wasn't able to play with the freedom in the normal way, athleticism that way. And that is something that just stuck with me. And I just wonder, because of this thing with Liverpool and it's you know, 28 years, nearly 30 years since they've won a title, will that mm. feeling, mm. and maybe Jurgen Klopp's the kind of mind who can, who can take that mm. away, who can yeah, push can that to one side with his, mm. with his personality, but will that, that enormity of what it means to that city and that football club in any way affect City, uh, Liverpool, which we know City, and one of the things I've said about City, the experience of going down the, the track before just puts them in, in, in a slightly different position. That FA Cup semi-final, by the way, mm. is that when Charles, is that 97 when they beat you in yep. the semis and beat us in, beat the, in the final? Yeah. And they beat Middlesbrough in the final, us. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah awful. Let's not talk about that, yeah. No, Let's not. move on to yes. uh, Manchester United because um, not everybody was, was agreeing with... with how I personally saw saw the match and how Manchester United played. No, that's right. I mean, we uh, of course we always ask our listeners to to go on wherever they get their podcasts from and to rate and review the show. And in that mm-hmm. review of the show, tell us all about the show. And also, if you've got some personal where you disagree with us on certain things, then tell us. And we've got one. We've got one from Paul from Tennessee, and it's really really recent. And I'll read it out. It's, it's about Man United's trouble. I really love your show and the opinions you offer, but I think I must disagree with Robbie. <laughs> Sorry, mate. With Robbie Earl's comments on Liverpool Man United. I am not a Man United fan. I am not a Pogba fan. I am not a Mourinho fan. I do agree that Jose may not be the best fit for the game, but but much closer than depicted. The game is much closer than depicted. He's basically saying Liverpool's last two goals were off deflections that could have easily bounced uh, another way. The mm. game could have finished 1-1 easily with no Pogba and no Alexis Sanchez either. If you fire Jose, why would another manager want to take over a team being saddled with those two? Even if a bad environment has been created, you still play for the fans and the team. They are paid professionals that are underperforming and that goes for almost all of the players keep up the great work. So, Paul, they're saying, Rob, that mm. in his opinion, yeah. you, know, you um, yeah. and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'm going to be with you. I mean, no, I, I'm, I'm most, I'm happy most people mm. um, were, were pretty damning of United's performance, yeah. but Paul yeah. disagrees, and that's absolutely yeah. okay. Absolutely. And what, what he's saying is, you know, he's putting the blame on the players' fault, yeah. and, and that's what yeah. he's saying. Mm. And he's saying that you've got people like Pogba and Alexis there who, who you know, are not bothering, they're not trying to leg for the manager or for the club. You know, what chance has any manager got? And, uh, you know, that, that's a pretty good point. But in this game, Rob, they were 
God, blindly, they, they were on the back foot. They were defensive. I mean, whether you think there were five at the back or I thought there were four at the back with Dello playing in midfield, it was a defensive setup that couldn't get out of their own half. Um, always defensive first. And when you've got a team, I think we said in the last pod, Rob, preview in this game, I think yeah. I said yeah. that, yeah, it'll, it'll go and park the bus there, but mm. this this bus, is, it's not strong. This defence isn't strong enough to do that. And I think we, we, we've... We've, we've seen that. They're not good enough to sit back and stop a really good attack. Now, remember, let's just think about who's on the bench here for, the, for this match. Yeah. Paul Pogba, Juan Mata, Anthony Martial. Martial. So, so they could have approached Three of your best attacking way. players. Three yeah. of your most who are not, who are not crucial attacking players. Who are not playing the game. Yeah. Does, does Josie get it wrong in that regard, Rob? Is he, is he, is he, does he have to move away from parking yeah, the bus? Because, catch, listen, because it's not working for them. Parking the bus is okay if, if parking the bus means that nobody's going to get on, yeah. on the bus and drive it away. Way and, and Liverpool, you know, could, uh, they will get on that. But 36 shots conceded at, uh, mm. uh, uh, against a team that settled for Dent tells tells you mm. that 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 isn't right. Mm. And you know, I know Smalling got injured and and Bailly had to come in, and maybe that that was a little bit a bit, bit of a, a of a mistake and a mess up. I know that maybe you know he he will say that the players the, the system or players weren't available to him who, who would like to play. But bigger than that, Rob, this is Manchester United. Yes, if he's going to park the bus and that doesn't work, then what's, it, what's, the, what's plan B? Plan A wasn't working, that, that was obvious. So what was plan B? I didn't really see plan B much more than knocking long to Lukaku mm. and trying to win a few knockdowns. When, when we talk about Jose Mourinho and this football club, and we talk about his effect on the players, doesn't seem to be strong enough to me. I see his effect on the staff, Around him, it looks it looks strained. It looks like a strained relationship. And the fans, th- this guy who's leading this football club is not doing it in the right way. And because of that, we're seeing performances like we're seeing. We're seeing a team, Rob, and I said it on air, uh, Rebecca asked me at the weekend, there is no longer a big six at this point. There is no longer a big six. Manchester United are not part of that group. Look at the way they play. Look at the way they set up. Look at the possession. Look at the the amount of chances they create. They are not a big six team in the way that all the other teams play and, and, and... you get results from their football. Win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or draw. Deals. I'm not saying about them just winning. Just their approach to football is so different from Manchester United. We now have a big five, and we have a Manchester United, who are probably, at the moment, I'd have to say, the best of the rest. Hmm. Well, that's shocking, isn't it? It's shocking to say that, because we know that they're... It is. A, they're, 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 <laughs> we mean, know that, that, that they're, a big, they're a big... They're a big two club. They're, correct. They're, a, they're the biggest club. The big, they're, they're a big, right. they're a big one club. Revenue, let's get it yeah. right. They're a big one club. Yeah, it should be yeah. usually them and everybody else. I'll tell you something else, Rob, just to go on the back of it. I don't think we have to labour too much. We've spoke so much about how they play the game mm. and how mm. it's reactive and how yeah. that's not working right now. Mm. And, how the, and how the creative players, uh, you know, w- there's, a, there's always a good United performance. And I always come on and say, you know what, one matter. How, what a good yeah. player he is. He's got to be more. He, and, he, and he just doesn't get picked. Let me say this, Robbie Earl, and, and, and you tell me what you think about this. When Man United play Liverpool away from home, are going yeah. for the title and you're losing the game and you've got Paul Bogba sat on yeah, the bench. Yeah. I'm telling you right now mm. that not to bring him onto the field of play when you're losing, it's personal. Absolutely. That is a personal that's a that. personal thing mm. because that is shocking. No matter what you say and, and we mm. can we can say, you know what, he doesn't deserve to start the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can make an argument for that. He hasn't been playing well, etc. But when you're behind Absolutely. and when you need a goal, we've seen what he did last year in this in this fixture. Yeah. He gets a couple of goals. That is personal. That, in my opinion, is hurting the team. Yeah. In spite of his own, in his personal situation, he's hurting the team and he's hurting the football club. He has Absolutely. to bring on Pog Pogba, and I thought that that was yeah. was wow. I, I just thought that was so bad that that's but, the case. And I'm really glad you've made that same point because I, I I did make the point yesterday, and it's something I was wanting to say to that it, it becomes Rob about 
a personality thing between the manager and the player. Yeah, and yeah. Jose Mourinho's putting himself yeah, yes. before Manchester United Football Club. And that can never be right. I don't care mm. what arguments you've got. If mm. Paul Pogba, to, to sit Paul Pogba through that game, Rob, to go to 3-1 and not give him one minute of football was, was Jose Mourinho saying to Paul Pogba, I'm the bossy. And yeah. you're going to sit in the wet and in the cold. You're going to sit behind me and you're not going to see. Yeah. And I don't know in any way how that benefits Manchester United. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. In of any course way. it doesn't. What, is he teaching it... him a lesson? Well, it's a lesson that, that, that is, is hurting everybody. Yes. It's hurting the football club. And no person is, is, is ever bigger than the football club. And this is a situation where he's made a point to a player I mean, if he if he has that little trust in him, why put him on the bench? He shouldn't even on the bench. No. Exactly. If you're not no. going to play him, under what circumstances was Pogba then going to come on? If they were winning, did he trust him to hold on? No. If they're no. losing and they won a game, well, we we never saw him come on any. So under no. what circumstances? Were, and it starts to lead to the point, Rob, where people are suggesting. Has he still got the dressing room? Is, is he really the guy that's still got the relationship with the players? And this was his response when he was asked by Jeff Sheaves of, of Sky TV. Do you think this squad are with you? Have you got the backing of the whole dressing yeah. room? Are they playing for you? What is that? Play for me. Do the players give 100% are you, effort? Are you calling the players dishonest? No, I'm asking you... No, you are asking me if they are dishonest. No, I'm asking you an honest question. Do you believe that these Manchester United players are giving you 100% because they believe in you? I believe they are honest and you believe they are dishonest. No, there's a clear yeah. distinction. Yeah, as I answered, as I answered, there is no clear distinction. A football player has to give all every day Maximum every day, every match, every minute. It doesn't matter the manager, doesn't matter anything. The club that pays him, the fans that are um, 24 hours per day uh, in, in love with their own club, is a respect for the club, is a respect for the fans. If the players they don't do the maximum, you are called them dishonest. I don't call them dishonest at all. The players that were on the pitch today, they gave uh, they gave everything. Liverpool is a better team. We cannot compare their intensity. We cannot compare their physicality. And based on that intensity and and physicality, then the technical qualities come come up, and they are a better team than than us. But in spite of that, we were in the game until we concede the um, we concede the, the 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 third. I repeat, in in a moment where. The most probably result was was obviously a, a draw, but as with as many chances as as them to win the game in in the last fifteen or twenty minutes. Rob, th- there's so much in there; it, it's, a, it's 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 actually baffling. It's bewildering. Let's just try and skim off the, mm, the main points the there. Bit, yeah. So basically, he's saying that he believes his players aren't dishonest. Okay, mm-hmm. so that means that they're all trying. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Jeffrey's asked him that question because the mm. team looks so bad. Yeah. He, because the Something individuals wrong, and, the, and the players look so bad, he asked the question, are they playing for you? And Joe yeah. said, well, the, the, you're saying they're dishonest. I think they're honest. Okay. Mm. So if they're, if they're being honest, is that as good as, is that as, good yeah. as those players can play? Because I'd argue absolutely not. No. They are better than that. Absolutely. And, and also, Rob, just on that motivational side of it, yeah, I think I think we were pros for a long time, mate. A long time, mm. and there there is, and there will be, in every one of those Man United players that played in this game, there isn't there is a natural motivation. There is a responsibility. You yeah. know, you're getting paid big money. Mm. You know, you're there to satisfy the club and the fans and everybody else. You want to play good for yourself. You don't want to get hammered in the newspapers. We we did it for twenty years. There, yeah. there, there is a motivational level. Now, there's another bit. There's another bit that certain managers can get out of you to make you through run through a brick wall you know it comes from organization tactically you you, you feel like something special is happening you want to you 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 the manager kind of motivates you in whichever way it is whether he, he he puts an arm around you whether he's hammered you in training whether he's hammered you in the game previously there's something the manager gives you to, to increase that motivational and performance level a little bit and there's no question that that's not there but underneath that, the players are still trying. It's just the manager's yeah. not giving them a really good plan. He's not giving them extra motivation. And you're seeing, and the style of play is making them look so bad and making them look they're not playing for the guy. Yeah, and, and, and to take your point further, of course the players are trying. Of course the players in it are not dishonest. I've never known anybody who, no. inverted commas, doesn't try. You, you're professional football. Listen, this is Liverpool v Manchester United, Rob. 
Everybody mm. at this football club will understand the enormity of this game of course, and the one absolutely. game that, that it means. So, you know, that, that should be given that, that everybody tries. We have to go back to Paul Pogba to understand this situation. If you're Paul Pogba and, and, and what's happened to you in terms of you go to Liverpool, you sit on the bench, don't get a, a kick on, 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 on of the game. Well, how do you feel about the manager? How do, how's your relationship with the manager? When that manager says to you, come on, I need you, just like Jurgen Klopp said to, to Dayan Lovland, to Nathaniel Klein, to Fabinho, to Naby Keita, come on, I need you today, I've got injuries, mm. da, da, da. those guys go and run through a brick wall for the manager. How does Paul Pogba feel when Jose Mourinho says, Paul, I need you today, or Paul, you're playing today? Mm. Great, well, you're playing me for a couple of games, then he's going to drop me as soon as, or he's going to chuck me under the bus, or he's going to do something. That relationship yeah, between that's the, the extra player I'm talking about. That's and the, the manager extra. is that bit. Yeah. That's the bit, Rob, and that's the difference bit, by the way. Yeah, let me tell you, that's the absolutely. difference bit. That's, that's, that's what gets you to win. All. And let me tell you what, what, what I see. Pochettino's got it at, at, at Spurs. Klopp's got it at Liverpool. Totally. Pep has it at Manchester City. Unai Emery in, in, in six, seven months has, has yeah. got a response at, at Arsenal. Mitchell yeah. Sorry in Ports has got parts, it, you, you mostly, feel, in Ports. But it's not mostly. all there. It's not all no, you're talking and about. He's still, yeah. And there's still work to do on that. Mm. But the guys who've been at football clubs for a, a couple of seasons or more have got that relationship and know how to get that little 10%. That's the difference. The 10% is the difference. And whether you're bottom of the table, trying to stay up if you're Southampton or Cardiff or, or Brighton, or if you're the top of the table, whether you're one of the big three, that 10% is what makes a difference. They're sixth in the table right now, Rob. They're 11 points from the top four. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we have to ask this question every week because it's, a, it's an absolutely pertinent question. Mm. He could lose his job at any point, by the way. He could lose his job. I've got at one any more point. week, have now. Before I've got about seven, is it seven, yeah, eight days before, before Christmas. Christmas? And you might get it. I mean, I, I just think I, think I know, I know the, the 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 probably the the overriding thing here is the Champions mm. League, and they're in the next yeah. stage, and that's in February. Yeah. Um, but g- g- given their draw, uh, it's PSG they've oh, got. Oh, I, you know, that's going to be an incredibly yeah. difficult with the attacking players that they have got against United's um, you know weak uh, backline at the moment. It, that's really, really tough to see him coming through that. It must be tempting if the structure was there, which is not. And to yeah. be fair, it's not easy to pick another guy. It's not easy no. to just say Sudan. Or, or it, so it, it is going to take time to find the right succession. But if, if there were people available, if there was mm. a director of football there and that club structure was, was in place, he'd be out the door, wouldn't he? It, even to the point, Rob, I think if, somebody, if there was somebody they felt could hold the reins keep things ticking yeah. along and, and, and give, give them a, bit a chance. Of a boost. I, th- yeah. I, I, th- I think they would go that route. You know how Gussiedink was, was the fire I'm, guy at yeah. Chelsea and he did that yeah. job. I yeah. don't know if, if there's that guy out there. No. You know, Antonio Conte isn't probably the right type in, You know, with the way no. he comes in and demands things. But no. I think if there was that guy out there, I mm. think Jose, they, they might make the call. Now I'm hearing, people are telling me that it cost them a lot of money, £20 million, maybe 20 you know, up to $25, $30 million to get rid of him outside of if they're still in the Champions League. If they're out of the Champions League, I believe that number goes down to like sort of $7 million. So they could also be looking at that because many are suggesting that Manchester United might be struggling to afford to, to get rid of him at, at this stage. And, and it's almost like, well, you're the you're the best man available, just keep going at the moment, yeah. which is a huge, I mean, position we walking in. And we saw, you know, the, the, the shots of, of David Gill and Sir Alex sitting there yesterday. And you must just be thinking, what are these two guys thinking? What, what's yeah. happened to this, this great yeah. club that yeah. they left, what was it, five, six years ago? Yeah, I, I, I still maintain the club's not ready to fire him. They're not ready. They're not no. prepared. No, they're, they're, no. They haven't got their, their shipping order enough no. in terms He's of He's a little bit fortunate, structure. by the way, because, isn't it, it's three yeah. years to the day, isn't it? He lost the game lost the job at Chelsea and yeah. I think if, you're 100% right if there, if there was, a, if there was a, a guy they felt could go in there and just steady the ship for, for the right time I think um, Jose might be getting it, might have been getting his second sacking mm-hmm. on December the uh, 17th um, I, I think yeah, if you, how, have you, how have you looked at it Rob you know it, it's so incredibly imp- not impossible because nothing's impossible yeah. to see him being the manager there, there next season yeah. so it just point. makes you think wow it's just it's just there's time. just no it's future been... is it you don't see no. a future what is the future you know well, it's going to limp through season. yeah they're going to spend much money in january why would they why would they give him a lot more money to try and rebuild when they must be thinking 
I'm not sure who's thinking this, by the mm. way, or what football experts are thinking it, Woodward or whoever it is. They must be thinking, hang on, we have got quite a, good, quite a lot of good players here. Do we need to throw a load of money at this? Do we need to sell players that Mourinho wants out that we're not sure about? I just think January is mm. going to be a really awkward time, if he's still there then, in terms of getting what, what new players. What they do and, yeah, yeah. what they do, who, who, mm. who he's backed with, who they might let go. Yeah. I mean, is, Pogba, is he going to try and get Pogba out the door in, in January? It's a long time to have a yeah. big time guy like that unhappy sitting on the bench, Rob. Yeah, I think Cooley Bally, the, the big defender, big Napoli yeah. defender, he looks different class to me. Mm. He, he looks brilliant. He looks what a fantastic centre back. And they talk about £100 million, maybe. Yeah. That I think if you're the football club, again, I don't know who's making, making these calls. Yeah. If Mourinho wants him, I'm not sure what his age is, to be fair. Um, but but that's something like okay yeah well you can have him because he's brilliant. Yeah, cause it feels whoever's right, in charge yeah. is yeah, gonna right we can benefit club, from yeah. him. But it's a lot of money. Um, mm. But no, it, it continues that the whole the story at United and and just looking at them play football is so difficult. It's so mm. difficult to see watch them play. It's so difficult for them to win games. Are, are you They're confident? They, to win let, games. Let's say the Champions League and, and PSG two games. You never know with them. And I did say before, you can have the one one game magic. But let's just say they they go out Champions League. Can you see top four for United? Can it? Can it? No. Are they cons- can he be consistent enough to get top four? I don't think so, Rob. No, I, I don't. Think, why? Why? Why should we think? With this current status quo there, with the squad and the manager and the vibe and the feeling, why should we believe they can go on an amazing yeah. run? We just can't yeah, believe that. We just like can't that. believe that. Now, if they go out against PSG in, in February, mm. then it's like, oh, okay. Because oh. we know that United sack their managers when they can't yeah. get through to the yeah, Champions yeah. League, you know, don't qualify for it. Um, and that could take a, few, you know, a little bit longer mm. in terms of the mathematical part of it. But if it's still the same vibe as it is right now, it, it, they get knocked out of the Champions League it'll go it'll yeah. go because unless they make that gap in February to something much closer to, to getting in the top four then yeah they'll give them the chance to do that but if it's still double figures Rob and they're out of the, the, it's, it's yeah. double figures and they're out of the Champions League in February I think it's a hard mm. you know so. It's a hard argument to, yeah. to, 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 to keep him and, and yeah. say, let's yeah. back him again and go and let's go again. Yeah. I mean, you almost feel it's, at some point it's either a group of these players are going to have to go, and I'm talking a number of players, mm. or one person, the manager, has to go, and maybe that, that mm. might be the easier call, as, as you say, out of the Champions League. Well, if they're not going to make Champions League uh, mm. spots in terms of top four, a little interesting race going on between Chelsea and Arsenal, Rob. Both played uh, at, at the weekend. Chelsea got a... Uh, three one win at Brighton. Oh, Southampton lost three two at Arsenal. Mm. Um, Chelsea was interesting. I saw a bit of this game, and uh, he, mm. he, he's continued with the Hazard, Pe- uh, Pedro, and William front yeah. three, which was interesting. Giroud would fit. Scored in mm. Europa League. Morata wasn't involved again. We're hearing what might have been an injury because he got subbed ho- at half time in the Europa League midweek. Mm. But I was quite surprised that he, he went the three again. I don't know if that's he sees as a future. Uh, as I did score one and, and, and make one, um, as ever, is, is, is always involved in things. But yeah. I just don't see that as a long-term solution, Rob, over a course of a season. Maybe a couple of times, as I might get whacked by a few centre-backs. And, mm. you know, I'm not sure he particularly wants to be there every game at the centre of the pitch. Yeah, I, I think he said, hasn't he, that I think he's kind of hinted that it's not his favourite position. Mm. But... I think you've got to see it. I think we're going to see it. Mm. I think I think the Murata and Giroud have had opportunities, and neither of them look like they're going to be the guy. I think you know, in a difficult, trying little period for Chelsea over the recent kind of weeks, where you yeah. talked about that we'll talk about a little bit. Um, this front three are very different, very small, mm. very dynamic, mm. um, and he's changed things at Napoli when he was there for smaller guys in that number nine or false nine, whatever you want to call it. It's basically it's a centre forward. It's, it's a centre forward that's got the flexibility to move around a little bit more. Um, I think I keep going with it, and maybe Azar will get used to it. Azar's got to get the go- someone's got to get goals for Chelsea yeah. for him to, yeah. to finish top four. There's one goal from him. He made the other one for Pedro as well. So you know, the, the, if this if this is his solution right now, I think we're going to see a few more weeks of it, Rob, because. You know, the, 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 this top four race is a tight one, yeah. And you know, you got to have you got to have a settled team, and you got to have your star player involved all the time. And him playing as a centre forward, the ability to link, drop off the line, and to turn and to to slide people in mm. and to dribble past them, and score goals from there. I just think it's interesting. 
And as long as he can get his team motivated, I guess, every yeah, week. Yeah, I want to talk about that motivation thing a little bit. Because it's, it's a word he's thrown out, hasn't he, the last couple of weeks. And he talked about this game against mm. Brighton being the biggest game of the season after obviously beating Manchester City as we can. And that's a great mm. result. And having to come against Brighton not not knowing his team right we know historically Chelsea have been a bit of that roller coaster team and you know won titles and dropped off. Is this a bit like Manchester United where you're talking about that ten percent? Is is it feels a bit different at, at Chelsea though. It feels like some days people are a little bit less. Yep. Nah, this one's not quite as important. Well, yeah, mm. we'll just go and enjoy this one. It was an important game because of that very yeah. reason, and yeah. and I get what he's saying there. It mm. was an important game because I think there are players in that team that definitely. Can, can dial it up a few notches, exactly what we were talking about before. Yeah. It's exactly the same, Rob. It's mm. just that, that feeling that a player gets that, that, that he, he's dialed in. And when something special is happening at your mm. football club, I've said it many times before, whether it's a promotion run or it's an FA Cup run or yeah. it's a Premier League run, or such, when you think something special is happening, then, then, then you're all in every yeah, single unites week. Unites the group, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and if you've been champions and you're like, mm, I'm not sure whether we're going to be champions, then, then that little that little dial just eases back a little bit. And we've yeah. seen with Chelsea, that's enough for them to drop points and to lose games. That's what it's so funny, isn't it? Because we've seen yeah. this before, and now Mauricio Sarri's witnessing it, experiencing yeah. it, and he's saying, "Wow, you know, the, the the motivation is a is something. I think that's that's his issue there." That, that and the number nine position, more than midfield and all that for me, in my yeah. opinion, is, mm. is motivation every week and who's going to play your number nine. And if he can get them fired up, if he can be- tell, if he can make them believe that something special is happening, which is difficult when they look at the league table yeah. Yeah. and they go, what, we got? do we feel it's special to finish top four? You want us to, to, mm. to, to, to yeah. play ourselves into the ground? We've been champions, haven't we've we? Been, yeah. We've done that for champions. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's his issue. Mm. And that's, that is Chelsea's absolutely. issue absolutely this season, it's full good. stop. Yeah, and it's a real challenge for, for Mitchell Sorry In a club where, you know, over time, and you look since the Abramovich era and, and Mourinho, it's only Mourinho that really has done it for any length of time at that football club. Everybody else has, has hit that kind of roller coaster of a couple of mm. good seasons and then the drop-off. And mm. it'd be interesting whether he feels it's an individual thing, you know, the, the certain players, who, you know, David yeah. Luiz is a good example of that he's player. A tip, it's a, it's a, he's the best yeah. example. He's yeah, the best. It can be a million dollars one week and then yes. look like, he, you know, he, he's got no interest the next and how do you motivate those players how do you keep them on form do you have to drop them now and then just to keep them on toes do you have to warn them in, in mm. certain ways you know that's part of management that's what he, he's going to have to work out with mm. his Chelsea team but mm. um, in terms of that Rob Arsenal that yeah. was a disappointing defeat against Southampton yeah. uh, yeah. Hurtle certainly he looks like a character yeah. coming into the yeah, league well, he got him fired up and, and yeah. it, you know what if I was a, a Southampton fan I'd have been delighted just seeing that club have a little bit of life again. Yeah, I, I, I tipped Southampton to go down, and I think they were going down. And yeah, mm. that's a good appointment. We said yeah. it when he, the, before mm. he, the, his team kicked the ball for him. Yeah. Um, you look at his CV, and I, I, I watched yeah. an interview. Was questioned. Uh, Jurgen Klopp was questioned about him, and he said he's lively. He's yeah. going to get them fired up. He's going to press. He's going to make him work hard. Mm. And we've seen it already in, in the first home game where he is jumping around the sideline. That's going to yeah. be good for Southampton. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be good for them. If the strikers are getting goals, getting opportunities, that's going to be really good. Just just from Arsenal's point of view, yeah. this is just... I mean, it's a big ask to, to ch- make all those changes. Yeah. And he, he yeah. has been brilliant in recent mm. weeks. That North London derby is a game yeah. I don't think we'll, we'll and it's forget for a long, long time. Uh, and there's obviously improvement there. But that... Just those that kind of game where you're like, what? Southampton away, you, you, you've conceded three, you've lost the game, mm. you know, 3-2 to, to Southampton who are struggling at the bottom. I know they've got a new manager. I just think that type of performance is going to be there. It's hard to... Yeah. And might, might, you know, you, if, if we kind of think that... I think we agree that Liverpool City are the two outstanding teams mm. this season and we said that from day one. Um, and, you, you know, Spurs look strong then that last place could be between Chelsea and Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe it's easy to say it when, when the results of this weekend, but I, I, would, I would still say that I still would favour Chelsea above Arsenal to, to get that final spot. Yeah. If that's how it's going to shake out, there's mm. more than 20 games to play right now. What do you think, Rob? Do you think Arsenal... Yeah, just, I, just I just think, think that, that listen, on. we're talking about a Chelsea team that have been winners of this, you know, yeah. the Premier League. Yeah. Like, just a little bit more in there, a little bit more experience. Mm. From Arsenal's point of view, and, and I did note, Rob holding out 
with the long term yeah. injuries. Socrates and Mustafi both suspended. So it was yeah. a Kosielny yeah, Steiner yeah. centre back. But you know, so they're missing quite a lot of people who would make a difference, certainly yeah. in the back line. Yeah. Leno made a little bit of an error with, with the he third did. goal. His judgment error, wasn't thought. great yeah. for him. Mm. Um so listen, I think it's part of the learning. Unai is probably understanding that this, you know, they're gonna have those go on those runs and every now and then they're gonna fall off. And and I think that's part of his growing and development with Arsenal. Mm. Change of personnel at times. I think maybe a little change of focus and attitude. But listen, mm. I think that they're on the right track. There's lots to look forward to definitely, from Arsenal's definitely. point of view. And and fourth put fourth spot would be an absolute bonus for, for from where they've come yeah. from. New manager, lots of changes at the football club in, in the first year. So mm. it will be it will be a, a chase, and I'm sure they'll want to hang in there as long as they can. But I yeah. do just fancy Chelsea yeah. to mm. nick that fourth spot, mate. Mm. Let's turn our attention yeah, to uh, Champions League football yes, because it was a very, very interesting draw. Um, three of the uh, English teams got German opposition and as ever, somebody said, oh, Manchester United always out of sync, aren't they? They go and pull <laughs> PSG, which I'm not sure they would particularly look at as, a, um, as an easy... I mean, PSG would probably start favourites in this one, wouldn't they? What, against United? Yeah. Rob, oh, blimey, yeah. Of course they would. Yeah, I mean, this. I, I think from from this draw, it's a really interesting draw, and I think there's, I think I think the, of the four Premier League teams, mm. two go through, two don't, in my opinion. And I look at the top one right here, United versus PSG is an yeah. awful, it's an awful, it's an awful matchup for United for me. It's an awful matchup. It really is. PSG with Thomas Tuchel and I, that. Phew, I think he's gotten fired up a little bit, and I know they mm. can be a little bit flaky. But they're yeah. front players against United. You know, They'll the second for it, won't they? they're like they're the away Liverpool from home first. Game, they're yeah. at home for the mm. second leg. Second game. I, I I fancy PSG to go through. What do you think? Well, I just don't see P- uh, Manchester United stopping PSG no. scoring at Old Trafford, and that's right. going to be the problem. Um, yeah. Just yeah, not sure. But listen, this yeah. is Josie Mourinho, mate, and I, and, I, and and I keep on saying it. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you I know, keep saying it. But he's I know, not doing but he it, hasn't. Mate. I don't know if he's got the tools to do what he wants. I don't know if he has got the tools. But mm. PSG have to definitely start as favourites, and I, and I think yep. that it might become a little bit easier. And it might. Oh, what he doesn't want is be embarrassed in Josie Mourinho because I think that was one of the spots he felt PSG was. You know, if it all yeah. goes wrong at United, that's the one spot I might have left to jump into. So that's it, might Not <laughs> yeah. look so good either. So uh, a yeah. bit of pressure on him on that one. Liverpool, Bayern Munich. Well, this one's an mm. interesting one because it's not a Bayern yeah. Munich team right in good form at the moment. They said, look, was it nine points uh, behind Dortmund in the Bundesliga at the moment? But uh, two huge clubs. Big old clash, Liverpool v, v Bayern Munich. And Virgil van Dijk misses the first game. Liverpool because he's he's got a suspension hasn't he from the uh, the the group stages. Yeah, I mean this is a is a brilliant game. There's a couple of brilliant games. Mm. So I think this is one of them. Yeah. Um, and I think Liverpool do it. I think Liverpool get through. So this is one of mine that I think the Premier League side goes through against Bayern Munich. Bayern are not quite the same. They've lost three games already. You're right. The nine points mm. off the top. Borussia Dortmund are right there at the moment. Um, you know, are they a team of champions? Again, back to that little extra feed and intensity of Liverpool. Just is it, dropped is it one off of a little bit, nights? and mm. yeah, and the way Liverpool play, mm. it's not a good matchup for Bayern Munich, in no. my opinion. Um, no. They've got great players there, of course, mm. but that you're right, that intensity, that unique, unique way of playing. And we know that Jurgen Klopp's had it, got it over on Bayern Munich in the past mm. in the Bundesliga. So I think uh, Liverpool will go through over the two legs. Okay, so Tot- I'm, I'm, I'm thinking then Tottenham, Borussia Dortmund. You're not. Well, let's 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 just go to City and Schalke. <laughs> but you've told me two and two, so well, I'm thinking City and Schalke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm preempting that okay. you feel no, that Manchester right. City will get no. through on that one. No, you're right. No, you're right. Schalke, you know, mid-table and below yeah. Bundesliga team shouldn't yes. be a problem for for, for Pep's team. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry, mate, you're right. We should have, yeah. So we, yeah, I think we agree that City should mm. go through on that one. That's yeah. a really good draw for them. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's the home games, the second leg as well. Mm. Yeah, Spurs, Dortmund. <sighs> I think I think Spurs won't do it. I don't, I don't. I'm not sure whether Spurs are good enough. It's this. It's Dortmund mm. away, the yeah. second leg. Dortmund yeah. are absolutely on fire, unbeaten in the in the uh, the Bundesliga. The nine points clear yeah. there. Young, fit energetic team mm. I just I just don't know I, I think it's going to really be a great the game. tightest one yeah. the tightest one to call in my yeah. opinion all of them I, I, I'm going to go for Spurs on that one I, yeah. I don't, yeah just got a little feeling you know 
I don't know. I just think they're starting to get the, the job they done. There's, there's a little it, yeah. bit of something about this group that, that's coming together. That bit we talked about that ten percent. This is a this is a real real test for them. This game, as you say, because this is a athletic, young, vibrant team who who can play with the same speed and intensity. Won't be blown away by Spurs as well, but. I think Spurs just feel like they're coming into a good groove at, at the moment. I know we're talking about February by the time it comes and a lot can happen between that time, but I'm, 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 yeah, I'm going to go talk them over two Could games. a new stadium be opened by then? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't the, that be? The 13th, wouldn't that be? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be great? The 13th of February yeah, is that, a Wednesday night where Spurs host Dortmund. Well, I think. Do we know anything about that? I think we've we've been told that it, you know um, it's end of December. Is it? it's going to be some mm. some statement made? So that gives us what right. six weeks or so between now and then. Mm. I mean, wouldn't it be brilliant for for that to wow. be the game to go and, and what a lift that would be to to um, Tottenham yeah. in that game? But yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm in pot so you, trust. So you, you trust. I'm just, you know, I, you know me, mate. I'm just, I just try and, it's just a gut feeling. Yeah. And I think the way that Dortmund are, Blimenech, they're enough playing well. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, so if it was a two, I would, I'm not such a hundred percent sure of Liverpool. I think Van Dijk missing that first game oh, yeah. and then I'm a little less oh, yeah. Yeah, about Liverpool in, in, the, in the Champions League. Yeah. Mm. I have to be honest. Mm. But it's but brilliant, isn't it? To be fair, the Champions draw. League now, it's yeah. this when that competition gets great, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's and it's fascinating. It's so great. That we've got the mm. you know we've got the four teams from England, the Premier League. Yeah. That we can follow. Yeah. We can study. Absolutely. We can you know throw around opinions on this pod, pod and all that about mm. it. It's brilliant, and we have to put it to bed now for a yeah, for a which few is great. Weeks, and concentrate yeah. on Premier League and a little bit of FA yeah. Cup kicks in, and then. Yeah. As we get to February, we can start to reignite and, and, and yeah. revisit. Listen, lots of things could happen right between now and then. Oh Injury goodness. form, people Managers. top of the league, people out of race, in races. I mean, that's what's, what's so in good. Jobs, and out of jobs. Who knows? What <laughs> yeah, different then. managers. I like know. it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> good old chat, mate. Um, yeah. That's it from us for today. As ever, we want to hear from you, our listeners. Firstly, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading to Robbie's on Apple Co- Podcasts. And please let us know what you like. Now you think we can improve the podcast. It's your show. You can shape it. So on a weekend when Liverpool put a 19-point gap between them and Manchester United to go back top of the table, there's some new thinking needed at Old Trafford. And look out for our next podcast on Saturday with nine games being played that day. But for now, I'm Mel. He's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening and bye for now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 